Hey folks, welcome to episode 26 of Offline with the Radio Bros. This time we're doing a bit of time travelling, backwards and forwards. Let's see how it gets on. God, I feel old. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so this time we were prompted by a, a video, weren't we? I think this is what caused this reminiscence to, to come into focus for us really um we we watched the video from our childhood is that a fair comment yeah did you ever see the original the original when it was on tomorrow as well on on, on the sort of bbc as it were uh i don't remember no, you probably, you you probably weren't born to be fair <laughs> don't even know what <laughs> yeah. probably tomorrow was tomorrow as well what the bloody hell you're talking about granddad <laughs> <laughs> hey grandpa <laughs> shut up <It's> hard. <laughs> well, i'm gonna say it again i do feel old because you know seeing that wimp thing the ah. acronyms cra- are crazy isn't it when we talk about interfaces how many well, that's the thing. Wimp, through, Wimp, W-I-M-P, was, is, is an old one. I mean, it's, you know, the world is full Windows, of acronyms. icons, menus, and pointers? Is that yeah, right? that's how I knew it, you see. Now, yeah. the video we watched had a different version. Wimp, W-I-M-P, stands for Windows, Icons, Mouse, and Pull-Down Menu. But now, there are apparently four versions of this acronym, each with their own sort of precise definition. Good but gracious. some of them are menus menus and pointers, which is the old one, and then you've got mouse and pull-downs, which is another variant. And there's there's two more out there. So it's, it's, it's something that's – I mean, that is the traditional one. That's how I remember it. Windows icons, menus, and pointers. That was it, right? Uh, I think when we talk about all these uh, these uh, acronyms about mm. interfaces and, mm. and, and how a person interacts oh. with a computer, we got the mm. one simple original one, which we studied at university. We just called it human computer interaction. HCI, yeah. yeah. HCI. HCI. So they mm. are all you know, divergent principles of that, how it comes to user-centered design and yeah, it's 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 a dark art. Trust me. I mean, UX UX designer or user interface design. Yeah, is 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 you know you have to you have to make it flashy, but you also have to make it efficient. And you know, it's, it's a balancing act. You know, you can't have it, it whizzy whirly and, and expect huge performances out of it. And likewise, you know, if you don't want to give people the interaction that they desire then you're not going to sell your product it's, a, <laughs> it's just the way it is really exactly. so yeah it'd be really really fast but you go <laughs> i'm reading this in article right now so um wikipedia that's, that's what using... he demoed it on wasn't it wasn't it the amiga that he demoed the, he demoed the, the, it the, on the amiga so the wimp, win, the wimp interface, for yeah. windows icons menus pointer here on wikipedia and yep. as they have correctly said the acronym fell into disuse and then we have the more common term that we're aware of gui gui Indeed, graphical uh, user interface. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So it's evolved into into modern terminology, I guess. But, yeah, so, yeah. I, I always knew it as wimp. I mean, I, it, it sort of took me back a bit. I must say, I didn't. You know, I just. Wimp, I, I think you know, as we were kids when we first got the Amiga, it was Omega twelve hundred. Wow. Well, I say we. Well, my dad got it for my older brother, but you know, mm-hmm. me and my younger yeah, brother, yeah, yeah. we would decide to use it anyway and <laughs> borrow it. <laughs> <laughs> borrow. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and, yes. And we would play things like Street Fighters and all that sort of stuff. Mm. All sorts of all sorts of games. And I like what I liked mm. about it is there was a little manual in there sure. uh, that shows you how you can program on uh, the uh, on the yeah. Amiga. So I, mm-hmm. I tried to create my own. Uh, word processor and stuff like that. Oh, bloody hell. But you we never there, really, I mean, gosh, <laughs> never really went into the whole thing about acronym. It was just as a young kid, you just 
saw something that you can use and you use it. You just I, I, lo- use it I loved it as a kid. When I, when, I, when I found a new acronym I could use and throw at people that they sort of made them glossy-eyed, I loved it. I was a bit of a bastard in that respect. Well, yeah. Do you know what wimp is, mate? <laughs> <laughs> You're a wimp. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, yeah, I'm not going to go into those acronyms because acronyms... No, we'll be we there all bloody year. Now. Well, yeah, we'll be there all year. I mean, gosh. <laughs> but it's interesting, right? Mm. Uh, this whole thing about going old, we saw that video and I'll put that into the show notes. Mm. Interesting part is we started feeling old about it, but then we start finding retro. Mm-hmm. People reliving the past. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And we've been down that road as well, haven't we personally? So yeah, the <laughs> we, amount of times we, we reminisce about the good old days. Why don't you remember that game? Back <laughs> <in the show. laughs> talking like, of yes. which... <laughs> <laughs> talking Talk, of which talking of which retro is a big thing reliving the old days and everyone mm. else is trying to get well, in there's on all it. these i'll tell you what's interesting i mean, might have to pull some of these links up but um yeah there's a there's a tv presenter you probably know him called jason bradbury he, he used to be on this thing called called the gadget show he's a big sort of um retro gamer and he's got tons of consoles tons of games and it, he's he lives now in i think in cornwall somewhere but they have this like retro arcade where they've refurbished all the sort of old games put them in there and made a coffee shop out of it for for, for big kids yeah basically <laughs> so yeah so it's really interesting so go and go and check those out I'll, i don't I'll think he's in that show anymore right no no he left he left the gadget show and he, he's he's kind of a independent speaker for t- technology so what sort of retro games are there then oh gosh i mean yeah so you got um obviously pac-man space invaders you know <laughs> the, the, the real the real classics pong you know real sort of 60s proper you know proper games you know where it all sort of kicked off from and then obviously into the sort of street fighters double dragons um what else is there gosh uh, oh double dragon of, that one yeah really yeah, it was awesome yeah exactly but it's the old, it's the real old consoles where everything's on a on a board of chips, you know, like the size of your hand. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the, chip, the chips aren't small. These things, these suckers. I mean, they're really hard to get hold of. I, I, I credit them for for maintaining such a piece of technology that's you know pretty pretty difficult since transistor technology moves so bloody rapidly. <laughs> fair play, fair play, chaps. You know, but um, yeah. So it, it's, I mean, you know, I've I've tried emulating in the past um, mm. old games, and you have too, right? Uh, I've never actually used the emulators. Oh my gosh! Wow, that, that's how much I've left out. And what I've noticed is, so when you when you've originally owned uh, mm. a console, for example, and the original ones, you buy the cartridges, use them. Sure. Even on Amiga, you have the floppy disk. When uh-huh. it comes to this whole retro thing, now you're downloading mm. the ROMs for the game. Correct. Or, yeah. Uh, you're download or or since we're gonna we're getting it now, mm-hmm. the con- retro consoles. You yes. can buy these retro consoles and the games are all preloaded. Ah, uh, those ones that do like a thousand games in, yeah, in one so go. Yeah, so while right? I feel yeah, a bit yeah, yeah. sentimental looking at a miniature mm. version of what we used to have with everything mm-hmm. stored inside, you know, latest technology has made it <laughs> yeah, available yeah, to yeah. make it smaller. It's probably on a, on a like an eight gig card and every game you ever played in your life is on there, right? Yeah, so, we're talking yeah. about games that probably were 86 kilobytes. <laughs> exactly, or gigabyte. exactly, now yeah. Nowadays when we talk about storage not, not and games. Not megabytes, kilobytes. Uh, okay, people, look it up. Uh, we're we're my, just my, out. My younger brother, he got himself a new mm. Xbox recently. Um, sure. Oh, that and, thing's insane, yeah. Oh, it is, mate. It's crazy. He downloaded uh, Forza Horizon 5, and mm. the download was about 98 gigabytes. Ooh, oh, mamma mia. You know, technology has come such a way. We can actually sure. get what we used to have, packaging something mm. smaller, and still have mm. memory capacity to load of the course. games. 
So yeah, you're not sure. getting a full retro no feel, it's not but the you're old getting... tv crt screens late at night you know under your covers with the lights off so your mum doesn't find out it's not a like tv that, that feels half the size of the room <laughs> of course exactly yeah. <laughs> the, the crts not the tfts yeah, exactly exactly uh, like 50 inches thick not 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 wide <laughs> thick <laughs> Just... so i don't know how I, I don't know how good the experience is i've seen them so when we walk around some i think it was a science museum i saw the hmm. retro Amiga. <clears throat> oh, yeah, yeah. my voice. I'm getting emotional. No, no he's, he's suffering from pollen, people. Pollen <laughs> poisoning. <laughs> Bloody pollen. <laughs> right, I, I, do, I do remember seeing an Amiga, I think it was, in or maybe a Commodore, Commodore 64, 128 hmm. type thing in the Science Museum. And they would go online and we see, I think you mentioned one that you saw, um, another console, retro one. Atari or something? Atari STs, the old ones, yeah. The Atari STs, so they're all coming back. That was the competitors, weren't it? The 64 and the ST were like hotly contested. <laughs> and then, you know, it's just like a war. I mean, it's nothing different for the Xbox and the PlayStation these days. I have I mean, to it's say, exactly it does the look same. nice. It, what's that? The Xbox. The, I'm, the, I'm yeah, sure the Xbox it does. It's an interesting segue, and I'm gonna, it's I'm gonna it. abuse it. So you, <laughs> I am, I am. So there's it. always, there's always this kind of. I don't know, look, I, I, look, forgive me. When when I last had an Xbox was a couple of iterations ago. So essentially, the the Xbox, although it does a fantastic job of playing games, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to offend any Xbox people, but <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, PlayStation has the better edge for games, and but it's it's dedicated games machine and all this bullshit, right? It, it was completely. Exactly the same. Do you remember the argument between the, the Commodore Amiga and the and the and the TRST? Do, do you know what it was? So <gasps> the Commodore had better graphics. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, but the Atari had better sound. See, <laughs> so nothing's changed. <laughs> nothing's I'll probably changed. probably have to agree. <laughs> but Dad. the, the, the segue I was going to use, right, is, is Xbox was also kind of, um, it was trying to sort of um, crowbar into media as well. So it wasn't just a, a, a games console. It was streaming media, getting online content, getting onto the, yeah. you know, and, and bringing that into it. Yeah, exactly. Xbox Media Center and things like that. Yeah. Exactly. So this hmm. brings us into pretty much today now, doesn't it? Or, or, or definitely in the last 10 years. And we're, we're talking about streaming here. You see where really? I'm going with this, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You see where I'm about, going with this. You're making me think of what we have in the UK, our public broadcaster, BBC. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's been a lot of talk. Uh, I know other people can be triggered by hearing the word BBC because of licensing mm. and all that nonsense. Mm-hmm. But there's sure. talk around the licensing and the BBC that is quite archaic now. Oh, you know, it's almost like paying yeah, a tax. So, Whatever yeah. live TV or live equipment you yeah, have, if you want to watch TV in the BBC, you sorry in the in the UK, you need a license, and that costs hundred and something odd pound a year, correct? Something like hundred sixty, whatever. So BBC's programming has been improving over time. Sure, and I think part of it is you know you got a live TV set, and it's quite archaic in how the licensing mm. works and how BBC's mm. been going. They want they so do you think they up. should advertise or do you think they should go on a channel where it's blocked unless you well, pay for it? They already advertise, right? They already yeah, have a certain true, yeah. set of uh, to income. themselves though. That's that's the yeah. caveat. They can only advertise themselves. They can't officially well, advertise anything else. If we then compare past, it with but, Amazon mm, and Netflix mm, and all these mm, other people who are doing yeah, they do the same streaming. thing. Yeah, they, they probably have one quick advert, less than ten mm. seconds mm. on on the Prime Video at least. Mm-hmm. Less than 10 seconds to advertise another show that they will have sure. available on Prime the and then move yeah, into sure. it. So mm. the advertising is absolutely purely minimal. If, for oh, example, BBC okay. did something like this, maybe mm. take out all the advertising, you're already paying for it. 
Um, I'm not going to well, go. You've already talk- paid for it. That's for sure. Now, though, I mean, yeah. it, there, there are, dare I say, <laughs> there you go. You can edit dare, that one out you, later. You, you can dare <laughs> say this. because I can. The, the BBC do actually, actually have adverts in other countries. It's not in the, in the UK, but obviously they're, their programs aren't charged in those countries and therefore they do have adverts in them. So it's not uh, like they, they don't, it's just that they don't do it for the, for the UK residents. Shall we yeah. Say. Well, our American cousins are aware of BBC because of BBC. Yes, Worldwide. They, they do stream it over there and they, they, they love programs. They like have Doctor an Who. interesting way <laughs> so. of operating. I have to say, yeah. uh, this is getting mm. a little bit controversial. I, Ooh, I'm not, go on, I, go on I don't want to be anti BBC or anything like that. So, mm. Whether you do watch BBC or not in the UK, mm. if you have mm. if you have equipment that is doing mm. any live, if you're watching a linear television, if, if you're watching BBC or not, the license mm. fee is still mandatory here, Absolutely. and the money goes to BBC, right? Correct. We know this, Which is a public service. Public service. So it's a public yes. broadcaster. Allegedly. However, <laughs> however, however, <laughs> if you if, if someone wanted to go out there and do as much investigation as possible you'll find mm. that BBC operates a number of different companies. Correct. So they will be benefiting from advertising funds, you know, by being on YouTube, mm. by going mm. to America, getting mm-hmm. money that way from all the mm. advertisers to mm. another side BBC business. Oh, I... I, I so I, they are I, still making money. Yeah. There is still a, corp- uh, sure. a corporate type uh, thing yeah, going it's, on it's, it's Yeah, it's a public service with a bit of a corporate... So, Well, they used to call it PPP back in the day, a private-public partnership. But oh, but this is not like that. It is a separate entity. So... Sure. Um, are the so this will trigger a few people thinking, oh, why are we paying for BBC? But BBC Worldwide is not BBC. in their products. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, exactly. They, they, they ruin... The reason why we're talking about this is mm. if we compare to how streaming currently works. Yes. You pay a monthly fee and sure. you get to watch whatever programs yeah. are available on the catalog. That platform. Yeah, sure. That platform. Mm. Um, mm. And that makes me think about Netflix now mm. because Netflix has posted in a recent investor call, sure. they mm. posted that they have lost subscribers. Yeah, 100 million. <laughs> 100 million and of course subscription this uh, uh video streaming shall we say has become a bit competitive now mm, hasn't it you know we've got a lot multiple of players ones. yeah sure um a couple of days before us recording this mm. the last available star trek and netflix in the uk side of netflix catalog has gone mm. or a date has oh, been wow. announced for it to go back to paramount Oh, yeah, because they've just come on the scene, haven't they? They pretty much own that. <laughs> so yeah. they're taking it back. They're taking it back. What Paramount and CBS have been doing Star Trek-wise, there have been a few things in the past. I'm not going to get into that because that's not mm. relevant here. No. But when we look at streaming, we'll just talk about BBC and sure. know, they're going to have their subscribers, Netflix is there. There are the amount of competitors, the amount of people oh, throwing gosh, their hats yeah. in the ring oh, for video streaming yeah. has gone up. Mm. Um, they, oh, well, yeah, I've already mentioned Amazon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Disney. Disney now with the Disney yeah. Plus. Paramount, which is the newest one, I believe. There might and even that's be not a available in the UK. It's only America. No, it's not. They're, they're, they're talking about it, but it's not available yet. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then... Who else can you think of? It's imminent, though, isn't it? You yeah. just know it. <laughs> it's, it's coming soon to a... Who know. else does on-demand videos? Um, Hulu? Yeah, there's Hulu. Hulu. Again, there's quite a lot of uh, American-specific. Peacock as well. Mm. Very American-specific. So, you know, there are deals done with the broadcasters here to be able to show those programs. Sure, 
Sure. And we tend to see it about a year. Sky do it as well, don't they? You can be Sky B. Well, I don't know they're called, still called be Sky B. But Sky on my Wooden Now TV. Mr. Mr. Rupert Murdoch and his clan, shall we say. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. You think the BBC are bad? <laughs> yeah. Enough said. Move on. Move on before we get a lawsuit. <laughs> okay. You may, I just remember this now. Netflix recently got back into the news, not just because mm. of the Star Trek thing that's coming on, mm-hmm. but to do with a subscriber count. Sure. And because of what they think could be causing the reduction in subscribers, you want to hazard mm. a guess what I'm referring uh, to here? Decapitation? <laughs> <laughs> How they could be losing subscribers or what they want to do to, to ensure subscribers are there because they need to keep making money. Mm. It's to do with passwords. Oh, yeah, they were talking about family sharing, weren't they? Whereas yeah. so if, Netflix- if it's technically your family, you can share it, but anyone else is, is not allowed to have your password. Yes, so, so they say they're aware of it and... Um, well, I have 85 cousins that all want my password. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just wondering, they, they still haven't worked out a way to do it. Hmm. Sometimes how, in our jobs, you, you, you give someone your password and you see, right, so this person logged in here, this person logged in here. I suppose it's the only way they could potentially do it. And this is a, this is an interesting but caveat. That's dangerous precedent because we can travel in our jobs. I think this is a very interesting topic. How mm. can you crack mm. down mm. on password sharing? Mm. Mm. And if you go online and look at uh, various um, blogs or news sites, mm-hmm. they all seem to have their own opinions. If I go mm. to CNBC... They'll, they think that Netflix's crackdown on password sharing may work. Mm. Um, or we could look at uh, other ones that will say they need to tread carefully. And I think they mm. do. They, I think they do need to tread carefully. Yeah, it's a touchy subject, definitely. Because it's, it's definitely not family sharing. Their concern is it was a knee-jerk sharing. reaction to losing fuckloads of money, basically, is what, <laughs> what it boils down to. It's like, oh, oh yeah, we're going we're gonna, to we're crack down on passwords. Uh, uh, what ah. else are we going to do? We're going to, I don't know, pull everyone's ears off. <laughs> one thing to be aware of, though, is that this discussion has been going on even before this the, huge the, the mega slump, shall we call it? Yeah. yeah, and and I think it's because of the exclusivity of content. If content mm. is being pulled out from people like Netflix and going back to yeah, the originality, they have originality if, if everything's shared. You know, it, yeah. if you had five people sharing the same thing, who would you choose? Yeah, and this this is the problem. Now. The one you've got generally, right? But if they if they yeah. some someone owns that, like. You know, let's take Paramount again. Say, right, that's mine. You no longer have this license anymore. And so we're going to take it Tough back. Tough shit. <laughs> we're going to take it back and, and show it on our own channel. So everyone's going to have, if you want to watch it, you're going to have to come over here. This was it's just, Disney's uh, strategy, wasn't it? It Disney was indeed. Had to take back all the, all the Marvel stuff and all the. So all- what Disney's strategy was is that we want to set up our own stream because we want to have our content. And to make mm. it relevant and to get those subscribers. Yeah, I'm we just sure. make everything that we own. Yeah, yeah, I'm or pretty rather, sure well, we they take want it back, to yeah. steal the subscribers from Netflix. If of we course. grab all this content, take it here, we lose these uh, subscribers. This is a good business one. model. It costs them very little money to implement something. People, you know, you have a hundred million subscribers paying 50 bucks a, a, a month or something, then whoop de doo right? Exactly. Okay. But Netflix has also been doing, they've been trialing mm. the idea of uh, this adverts. password sharing thing. Oh, okay. um, you know, to, well, they were going to try on adverts as well, weren't they? For a, for a, oh, you less, said it. Less, you said it. Okay, I'm not going to talk about this crackdown password, this password share crackdown advertising. 
Yeah. What, what can you tell we, us we've about We've gone right back full circle again, haven't we, to advertising? Yeah, we have. We have. <laughs> we have, but it's a different provider. <laughs> <laughs> so this... do you pay Do you pay 20 pounds or 20 bucks every month to have advert free? Or do you take the cheaper option at 7.99 and you can watch a few adverts here and there? <laughs> so, you know, take it or leave it, guys. <laughs> well, that is an interesting precedent, right? Mm. Maybe... If we look at what's been happening with some of these streaming providers, especially Netflix, how many times have they increased the price of the subscription? Oh, I hate it. Yeah, bucket loads. Yeah, now a lot, some yeah. people maybe in the in the sense that this is out of my budget now. I cannot. Sure, upgrade. sure. Especially with things happening in the world, right? People are yeah. tightening the people tightening the belts. proverbial purse strings. <laughs> so. Hold on to your handbags. Um. <laughs> exactly, literally. <laughs> no. Otherwise, that's like, that sucker's going down the street. <laughs> if you want gone. to increase your subscriber count mm. and make more money, mm. but the subscribers that you want cannot afford it, what can you do? If you offer something free to them, Mm. that they could watch with advertising. Sure. Now, it's not linear mm. TV. It's just an no. ad being played yeah, at the beginning yeah. and You play it when you want it, but it's available to you free of charge or, yeah. or potentially with advertising material that is supporting your watching free for charge. So free from charge. Yeah. So that, that's, that's the thing, isn't it? You're watching money. Well, you're watching adverts to give them money. <laughs> <laughs> so pretty much. There has been, um, there has been statements made by, um, these news providers online that they have a Netflix by suggesting advertising have lost mm. or will lose subscribers if mm. it happens on a paid plan. But Are there's sure? someone out there that's already doing it and it's not so intrusive with the advertising. You know, it's not too long. Who's that? Um, you probably, I don't know if you know about this. Have you heard of Freevee? Uh, no, you may, I think you I may knew, remember no. the previous name, IMDB TV. Ah, Yes, I know. I remember the IMDb. For well, our yeah, listeners but... who do not know this, Amazon, they do mm. own IMDb. Mm. And Internet Movie Database, is it? Internet Movie Database. Now, IMDb mm. was originally just a database to know about all the actors. Mm. Go and see a film. This is what it does. These are the... yeah. it's, a bit like, it's a bit like today's version of Rotten Tomatoes, but... So, IMDb, Amazon, through IMDb, they wanted to experiment with showing some free shows um mm. with a bit of advertising in there and they got rebranded mm. to freebie and if okay. you're a prime subscriber you can already get access to a lot of the uh, oh yeah it's an on-demand and you pay yeah sure yes. sure now mm. interestingly enough while you are a prime subscriber if you go to prime video mm. uh, you look for the list of movies or tv shows that come under prime so free with ads i think they call it don't they not yes there's free v there'll be a bit that says free v ah, free with there's ads. a dedicated okay so yeah, there are the channels as well you're right yeah but i wanted to i didn't want it to be completely like that i don't think it's mm. working very well yet um there's mm. a tv show I quite like called bosch right. if you're a michael Crichton fan you'll understand right. this um the bosch season got to the end and then another one came along called bosch legacy um, right. which is a continuation of the story in another tangent. Right. However, um, I, I thought I'm a prime subscriber. I should be able to watch mm. it without advertising. Mm. Mm. But it was only available to watch free and in the freebie banner, which means you have to deal with advertising. Oh, that's just sacrilegious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to uh, pause yep. him. It's definitely pee break time now. Hey folks, we're back, and this time we're talking about going back into the office. Shahid's for it. What do you think? No! <laughs> 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 Don't put I me into that. trouble. <laughs> 
No, so so this this came about because of Mr. Musk, didn't it? And mm. um, and uh, and his decision to um, stop working remotely. Um, is it Tesla that he doesn't own anymore? Or no, he, he still owns trying? it. <laughs> Does he? I thought he <laughs> He's was trying to buy most- Twitter. Yeah, he, he tried to buy it, didn't he? And then he said, oh, I'm not buying it unless you've got some, I don't know, golden toilet or something I think there's the a particular <laughs> strategy there with Twitter. But of course, talk yeah. about working from home, though, this whole thing. Um, mm. A lot of people are very strongly opinionated about, no, we want to work Do from home. You, we don't want to be forced see, we, into we the had a convo a long, I remember a long time ago when we, yeah. when we were talking about going into the office and you said you didn't mind it. Because you know you like the photocopier noise. Do you remember that, that thing that you? <laughs> <laughs> I miss the office. Dot eu. The background. See, when you're at home isolated, mm. creating the work and home time restrictions is quite hard mentally. Sure. For some people, for others, but I think this particular discussion that um, Musk and others are coming up with is not just him. No, they are trying others, to make no. it. Hey. Look, we only did this temporarily during mm. the coronavirus pandemic <laughs> for safety concerns. Sure. And people are like, no, and we bought all these really expensive them. buildings and we want you in them. Exactly. <laughs> you, know, you want to put them, them to yeah. good use. Because <laughs> nobody else wants them. <laughs> so, well, I, I'm, in two, I'm in two minds about this. You know, it's hard to agree and it's hard to disagree because mm. one thing is what people have to understand is if you are contractually obligated originally to work in the office, you're on the same contract, sure. right? Uh, if you if you are used to working from home or you have mm. good reasons to work from home. Or you home, have a remote contract, 100% remote, remote contract. contract yeah. You know, yeah. you can negotiate, renegotiate, see if there's mm. an option to renegotiate. However, mm. however, something that's been happening in the current economical world since mm. the, and I, I'm, I regret saying this, I don't want to go into this conversation, since the invasion of Ukraine, mm. um, fuel prices have skyrocketed. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So those Huge. who are going to work in mm. the office, if they have mm. to commute, the costs mm. are exceedingly it's phenomenal. Absolutely high. phenomenal, isn't it? I know. Um, it's just ridiculous. We have finally yeah. hit, in the UK, we finally hit the £2 barrier for the cost mm, of petrol, petrol and price. Yeah, so that's... Um, yeah, I, I know it sounds like I'm an economist. Yeah, yeah we absolutely. Like £200 <laughs> to fill a car up and... Yeah. But, uh, but per price per litre, when it goes up... It, uh, Quite considerably, it makes yeah, it's like 2p, it 2p, 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 2p every day, isn't it? I mean, wow. It, Wednesday, 2p more. Thursday, 2p more. I, Friday, you know. I was in Stockton um, just a few days back. Mm-hmm. Stockton on T's, not Stockton on Trent, up in the northeast of England. And I saw one night, you know, uh, as the fuel was around 182 pence for diesel. Mm. Then the following day, as we were getting ready to leave, um, I thought, let me fill up. It was around 187. Mm. On the way Whoa. back, before even hitting the motorway or the highway, mm. um, I noticed many fueling stations hitting over the two. So this is what pisses me off as well. There is petrol in those tanks, right? And it didn't cost that much to get there. But now you're putting the new, new price on immediately. <laughs> You see my point? Oh, it's, it's like, you know. It's, 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 well, a lot of the cost comes down to the wholesale cost of the fuel. Well, it's the transportation. So, yeah, we, we got to explain, wasn't it? It's the transportation costs. It's the cost of the fuel to, you know, being internally sold. Then it's the fuckload of tax people put on it. Mm, <laughs> and then it's mm. and then it's the, the garages percentile. I think that's one or two P a litre um, for, yes. for just, you know, owning that premises for you to go and fill up. So that's basically what it boils down to yeah it is, it is that i mean 
for us in the I UK, mean, they we... dropped. Okay, to, to be fair, they they did drop five p a liter off not so long ago, but from the, um, yeah. from the tax, it's extremely costly to to travel into work these days, especially when you've got fossil fueled trains and and, and other things. Yeah. So you know, yeah. so the price of diesel is and 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 petrol and oil and whatever is is having a knock on effect to you know people's. So there's a legitimate standing tickets. point there to say that mm. hey. No, we cannot commute because it's too expensive for us. You know, people sure. are still in this whole belt um, mm. process with the, not just fuel, even, you know, even at home when people sure. are struggling with affording gas and all this Electricity other bills. Mm, absolutely. There, I think there needs to be some level of being compassionate from the employees, but at the same time, mm. we have to be realistic. And that's where hybrid working comes in, right? Right. So... What, what percentile would you be happy with? 1% in the office, sure. 99 at home? <laughs> hybrid, well, let's, let's, no. let's look at this term for a second, right? Hey, Hybrid working. Do, do mm. you understand what ter- what the terminology actually means? Because I've got a feeling... Well, I have my own interpretation, I'm sure. This is the problem. I've got a feeling that many of these companies have their own meaning of hybrid working. Yeah, that's what we need to nail down here is what the what the legal definition. Let's is. Let's say your opinion how, though. What, what's your my, opinion? My opinion, though. I mean, I think personally, I can work from anywhere I see fit. Really, if if it has a a decent connection and I'm available and I can mm. do my hours, I don't see why that even needs to be in the same time zone. Sometimes, you know what I mean. I know, I know that's people right. Work you have this done it before, well. haven't you? I have done it before. Yeah. So I used to know a guy that used to work in UK time, and he was out in Australia. So oh, you know, working UK time as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was really messed That's up, right? Yeah. Time zone jump. <laughs> <laughs> know it, yeah. Oh, so what day is it? It's tomorrow. What? <laughs> How the fuck does that work? You know, but no, it, it, it does. He said, "I'm used to it now. I just work through the night and you know have have my daytime to, to myself." So, so okay. th- there's two Fair elements enough, but, to it, then, right? One mm. is the flexibility of being able mm. to work from home a certain sure. amount of time, wherever that home may be. Yeah, wherever that is. Um, and then the other other side of it would be having the technology to facilitate being able to work from sure. home. Sure, that's that's the trick. Yeah, having having the sort of right. broadband capability to to sort of give your best <laughs> to to <laughs> that to that you know to that job. You know what I mean? So yeah, you have to have a decent speed, especially with us. I mean, we're doing calls all day and doing what we do. You have to have a, a decent broadband, and that that does it does cost money, but. Certainly, you know. Mm. Right. Okay. Well, that's, that's, that's that is an important. But yeah, as I say, I mean, I think you know, I I, I like working sort of outside. I, I, as I should say, I did it, and I kind of, I kind of, I kind of enjoyed it because there's mm. you know, it's a side of different side of things, you know, working UK hours outside of the UK. It's very strange, but um, <laughs> it, it gives you it gives you different opportunities to sort of do things. So you know what I mean? It's just yeah. It's just, so can you right. give us some examples of challenges you've been facing while working in another time zone? Uh, yeah, it's just literally because <laughs> I, I tend to get up quite early. I mean, right. it's even, even even when I was working remotely, I was getting up at sort of 6 a.m. Mm. So if you don't sort of finish your job until 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night, it doesn't give you a huge amount of sleep. And I, I do enjoy my sleep sometimes. <laughs> you know, I do enjoy it. I'm so just thinking that, of like the meetings, though. If you had to mm. have a – so what we do, we have stand-ups. Right? Sure. Regular stand-ups with other people in our teams. Yeah, it was about – Did you have any challenges there? Yeah. No, because that's not too bad because so, so where we were, we, it was mm. what? So 8 a.m. Well, I, I sort of negotiated with them to start early because it just made sense. But I mean, sometimes you have to do change outside of, um, outside of office hours. Obviously, you can't mm. deploy a, a, an update set during working hours. <laughs> that would be bad. But, mm. um, 
so we sort of had to sort of go until uh, what's I think it was about half past seven, eight o'clock at night where I was. Right. But you start you start at eleven thirty in the in the morning. Oh. So even if you went to bed sometimes at half past ten, I mean it was only once a week. So luckily enough. Um, but yeah, so it wasn't terrible. So, but you had the sort of morning to yourself. So six o'clock until eleven thirty mm. is, is is yours to go and do with what you will and mm. you know, entertain yourself, as it were. <laughs> you were. You said entertain. <laughs> you were. Uh, sorry, no, sorry, it's not. I shall stop with it. You end that. But yeah, I mean, you know, as I say, if I if I want to work out there, then I've got to commit myself to to that schedule that that mm. other people are familiar with. It's not about me. Right. It's, it's what, what I need to do to myself to get that job done. It's as simple as that. It's, 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 you know, it's, so did my, you, my, did you have to push yourself or challenge yourself to be able to work in a very productive um, way while out there? I did didn't you, find it too much of a challenge. I guess maybe if it was long, longer term, I might, mm. I don't know. I might feel a bit more impact, but mm. um, no, it wasn't, it wasn't horrendous. Okay. So, so I, was, I was quite happy with that. It just seemed to, I don't know. You seem to work. See, and, you know, me, if you're right? mentally if you're mentally into it, then I guess it's it's you know you mm. you, just, you just have to do it. There's, there's, so you there's... you didn't face many challenges then. It wasn't too much of an no, issue. I, I mean, think yeah, you did okay, it. There was a couple of there was a couple of mobile drops. Don't don't get me wrong. Yeah. You know, so the, the the broadband wasn't quite to where it needed to be to have a mm. you know a, a Teams meeting, for example, especially on video. Forget about it. Teams, um, oh but boy. yeah, um, <laughs> but so yeah, you could have an audio one if you if you sort of tapped into the cellular network, which was slightly more reliable. So right, the, that's the quite interesting. You're saying yeah. which is about mm. the reliability of the internet, and I think. Is not just going to be a conversation of working in another country time zone. It could be an mm. issue of working from home if you cannot afford a very decent internet package. Yeah, that's true. You're right that's again. Going to be You're an right issue. again. Mm. So if you can't afford the sort of top tier, you know, hundred megabits per second minimum sort of thing, yeah. then you know you're going to be well causing a, <laughs> an issue. Really, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Interesting. Well, I, I got something here in front of me. I, I haven't shared it with you yet. There's something oh, I was. Goody. Searching for in the background, I was trying to make sense of some data. Mm. Um, so the official off the office 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 <laughs> is that the office office fish <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, the fishy fish. office no, the office o- of yeah, yeah go on mm. <laughs> oh, you got an office John Connery <laughs> office of national statistics no, <laughs> so the sure. office of national statistics in the UK government sure no. they did a report on the twenty third of May. And mm. the, the this question, year? sorry, of this, this year, year, 2022, okay, cool. 23rd mm-hmm. of May. Thank you for getting me to clarify that. Mm. Uh, the 23rd of May, 2022, based on uh, a survey which they performed in February 2022 mm. uh, around hybrid work. And mm. the question was, is hybrid working here to stay? Mm-hmm. And there is a paragraph here that says more than eight in 10 workers who had to work from home during the coronavirus pandemic said mm. they planned to hybrid work. Mm-hmm. So it's not completely work from home, hybrid, eight out of 10. There's an interesting right. consensus of what they have here. Um, mm. And comparing the uh, proportion of workers of doing hybrid working has actually gone up from mm. 13% in Feb to 24% in May. That's just here this year, 2022. Sure. And if we look mm. at the exclusive homeworking that percentage has gone down. Hmm. It could be just the chosen few that require working from home exclusively. Hmm. Um, but I think 
the hybrid part needs to be that agreement. So whatever flexibility the uh, employer is going to give, you have to be a bit flexible as well. Sure. And I think making agreements with the employer, look, I've got school runs, I've got to do this, I have my parental duties or yeah, whatever. Yeah, so you, you, you give your restrictions, they give theirs, and you yeah. come to some sort of amicable agreement that suits you both. Or sometimes it hmm. can be flexible, can be a different day, right? I, um, hmm. And I'm only assuming this. Uh, for example, let's say I know in two weeks' time I hmm. have to go visit school because my son is going to start sure. uh, secondary school or high school. And mm-hmm. um, I need to go talk to the teachers. I need to go to mm-hmm. this open day. It may sure. not be in a usual day I take off, but I could say to the uh, employer, look, I will need to work from home because I've got mm. this. And in mm. between that time, you know, before mm. I had to go, before I go and coming back, I could do my job. Sure. And, you know, you can have that sort of agreement rather than taking mm. a full day off, you know, where you don't yeah, need sure, to. Yeah, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. And I think I this sort of thing might help. When someone has a doctor appointment, and they have to go to an office normally. I don't want to walk in halfway through the day. Hey, guys. Sure. Oh, hello, part-timer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, even if you're five minutes late, you do get that. So, <laughs> Well, we're going to go a bit old days here now, isn't it? When someone waltzes up during uh, uh, halfway through the day and work second half of the day. Uh, it used to be this old yeah. joke. You're a part-timer. Yeah, yeah. Hello, yeah, part-timer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. But if, you're, if you need that flexibility to go for a dentist appointment, doctor appointment, you need I that. Think- Makes sense yeah, to work from home. You maximize time working at home because your doctor's sure. just close to you. <laughs> it's it's the true sense of work life balance. It's a case of when you need to be in the office or you want to be in the office. You've chosen. Maybe you need to again if if, if you've planned something with the kids or if you've planned something with your colleague. I mean that would be that would be probably the only reason I would I would go back into an office to be perfectly fair. Let's do a bit of a circle back now, right? Uh, yeah, this, yeah. This hybrid homework, and we have our valid points about why. It makes sense to hybrid work. Uh, some it's, people's it's, it's jobs will I, Yeah, it is. Some people's jobs just expect you to travel anyway. It might be part and parcel of your work sure. where you need to travel. And uh-huh. I think we can exclusively work from home. But for me, yeah, I think every now and then, sometimes, the office, yeah. socialize with the guys you're working with. Mm, you know? That's true. Enjoy. It's not the only thing that Musk has gone on about. Musk mm. has not only talked about working from home, He's been doing something else that's been causing a bit of havoc in the world of money and social <laughs> media. <laughs> uh, strange that. <laughs> anything, anything to do with our friends at Smitter? <laughs> no, we can say it. So we know, historically spe- uh, speaking, Musk expressed an interest in purchasing mm-hmm. Twitter. Mm-hmm. But what was his reasons? That's the important thing. Well, yeah. He he wants to take Twitter private and have a better control over this idea of free speech and bring uh, Donald Trump back in because so, he was banned. Yeah, because he, he started off that truth network, didn't he? Um, yes, he did. That, that's a bit of a failure. But, <laughs> he failed, yeah, now, quite, quite in, badly. In this whole scape of things, if anyone's been following the stories or, or the story of Twitter, um, they did something in the world of economy about uh, called a poison pill. So they mm-hmm. devalued themselves to make it look a lot more unappealing. Purchasable, yeah. Purchase. Mm. yeah. Mm. That didn't stop him. No, no, no. Uh, he he still expressed an interest, mm-hmm. and then he um, then an agreement was made for him to actually purchase Twitter. Mm-hmm. But then something well, happened after that, which was something a bit exploded of a somewhere, didn't it? Yeah. So as part of the deal. Uh, Twitter gave a report that they estimated 5% of users are bots. Oh, wow. 
Now, Musk doesn't believe this. He's not happy with that. And for this reason, he's saying, I want more evidence. I need to investigate this mm. before I do this. Now, that's hit Twitter's shares. I bet it has, yeah. Wow, I sound like a finance person. And I don't <laughs> work in finance. I know nothing about it. I'm dumb. That's, of course, dev- devalued the value of Twitter's shares. And I think he still wants to do this because if he devalues it more, he can easily purchase it because of, course, yeah. of what they were talking about on how he can afford the purchase of Twitter. Mm. And you said it, you, you mentioned it by hey, Tesla. sold a bucket load of shares, yeah. Selling his shares in Tesla to build up the funds to purchase Twitter. Mm. Uh, uh. A but, buttload of shares. <laughs> but let's focus on one thing, though. Free mm. speech. Yeah, okay. We've yeah. hinted at a problem with Twitter before and social media. Ugh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, the idea of free speech, he's going to bring Trump back. It's going it, <sighs> to... Is this Trump free speech or is it just a raving lunatic? I, I don't know. If there's, there's, there's a very thin line, you know? I it, think it's, the it's, problem it's, that we have is understanding how we should react and make people take responsibility. No, people have a choice to listen to things, right? That's that's hmm. always been the thing. If you don't like something, you don't listen to it. You don't watch it. You don't. You turn yourself off. But we, hmm. we've changed culturally, haven't we? And this is probably going off a bit on the rails, but I think I know where you're going. Is it sort of... You know, we we love to hate, mm. as it were. You know, yeah, we well, like yeah, to, yeah, there is that love to hate. But I think it, sh- he should come back, in my view. Even though you know me, I look. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. Come. It's they up are. to you to decide what your principles are and and man up and fucking stick to them. Not going on, no, not and go on a fucking rampage. At least have a discussion people. to see where exactly. the, don't, don't, where this know, opinion's if, coming from. So I don't know if you've ever experienced this in a life. So people, people, I mean, back in the old days, I mean, it's not this change to get as yeah, buskers. <laughs> used to, used, yeah, it's true. It's nostalgia. So you used to find buskers in the, in the London underground. You used to sit there with mm. the guitar, right? And then they come up with this idea of having like a little semicircle, you know, they painted these semicircles on where buskers yes. can legally go and, <laughs> and, 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 and earn money for the, to the, for themselves. Yeah. They have to prove certain things. I don't know the, the, the T's and C's of it, but, but things are evolving, aren't they? So you have this section of Trump, right? If you want to go and Trump's <laughs> section and give him money, you're more than welcome, right? Because he's just a busker at the end of the day, right? <laughs> this, is where, this is where I'm going, all right? <laughs> I'm not going to say the other word, and you know exactly what people's desires. It's exactly. What so if you, walk into their, if you walk into their zone and you, you get influenced by what they're saying, what they're playing, that is your choice, all right? That is your right. choice and your choice alone. And if you're daft enough to fall for it, then... That's your choice too. But yeah, yeah, freedom of speech, 100%. And I think that is one thing that has been curtailed. Um, it's it's in, a very you know, sensitive subject. I know we, it we, is. We're kind yeah, of, there, there are some limits, let's say. You, you can't, we're you trying can't. to be careful here. 100%. But I think one, one of the things we've got to be clear of, and you know, when you watch uh, TV shows, uh, mm. for example, if anyone's seen it, like 24, you know, there's some political side of it. Sure. That sometimes, you know, if you're free speech, what you want to exercise results or is there to instill harm Mm. in others, you need Mm. to take that responsibility. But yes, have your free speech, have your opinion, but be ready to take the responsibility. Yeah. If it incites hatred, then you just fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. Basically (laughs) just, just go leave the the planet. Just piss off. (laughs) Don't need your shit here. Simple as that. But no, this this whole thing about Twitter is a bit of an issue. And and Mm. talk about free speech. Okay. Similar to free speech, but sticking close to what Twitter is all about. Elon Musk historically has a record of being Mm. unreliable or, mm-hmm. or uh, how shall I say, careless in his words. 
So he's had yeah, run-ins yeah, yeah. with the SEC because of what he said. And mm. I've got a feeling it's to do with that. So he doesn't get fined for what he says about, oh, yeah, I've secured fines or we've secured fines. He said a few mm. things about mm. that. Um, but I've got a feeling he still wants to complete the sale of Twitter. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure yeah. others will. It would be beneficial to him, surely. Yeah, it would, it would be beneficial. But I'm not sure what the play is to do with the bots. You know, sometimes it's good bots. You know, you know, if you want to ask a question, the bot finds the answer and presents it to you. But mm. how they're going to manage that, it's going to be a That's bit, a bit like the password thing again in, in Netflix, isn't it? How do you spot the bot? Spot <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> the bloody bot. Um, and fake accounts. Right, I think we've got to the end of that particular... I think we're out of here, aren't we? I think we're, yeah. I think we're running out. I think we're running out of steam. All right, everyone, until next time, take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.